Welcome to the Digicom Cafe, located at the intersection of faith and technology. We hope you enjoy your cafe experience where we cater to your digital and spiritual appetites, and build interest in the amateur radio hobby, one story at a time. Please stand by as we get ready to launch this episode of, Radio on the Rocks. You are about to listen to a Radio on the Rocks cafe cast, that occurred in the Digicom Cafe Communications Network, on August 17, 2019 at the Huntsville Hamfest in Huntsville, Alabama. With Danny J, KD5DLJ, and many guests. Well, good afternoon, good morning, everybody in the Digicom Cafe, Cafe and Ice Cream. This is Denny J, KD5DLJ, on the road to Huntsville, just uh, approaching Jonesboro, or I guess we're in Jonesboro now. Won't be long, we'll be in Memphis, Tennessee, destination Huntsville, by 5 or 6 this afternoon. So I hope you're all having a wonderful day. Uh, this uh, will be recorded in our archive here on Zello for a combination cafe cast of all of our interviews and activities from here on out. So, hope you're enjoying WTWW, and uh, from time to time I'll jump in here and let you know our status. 73 for now. Have a blessed day. This is KD5DLJ Mobile in Jonesboro, Arkansas. This is KD5DLJ, checking into the Hotel Clarion in Huntsville, Alabama. Beautiful city, beautiful day. Now it's time to hit the pool. Well, we're about to take off on our venture to the Huntsville Hamfest. Are you excited, Simeon? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We just had a lovely breakfast here in the cafe. Well, actually it was the hotel buffet and uh, met a bunch of hams this morning and now we are getting ready to head on over to the Von Braun Center. The doors will be opening in one hour for the Huntsville Ham Fest. So stand by folks, we'll be doing lots of live interviews. Good morning everybody in the cafe. We are here at the entrance of the Von Braun uh, Auditorium for the Huntsville Ham Fest. And I'm standing here with Kelly. She's kind of responsible for the crew here, welcoming us in, W4VPZ. Uh, you're looking forward to a busy day, aren't you, Kelly? Oh, my goodness. You wouldn't believe how many people are waiting in the lobby already. They were out here at 645, I think, this morning, hoping to buy tickets, and we're not ready to sell that early. Oh, wow. Um, I think we got the tickets going about 730, and everybody is still swarming in, and it's going to be a big, wonderful day. How many people pre-bought their tickets? Um, we had, I think, just under 300 people that, that did pre-sales this okay. year, and I, I imagine we didn't advertise that. Okay. So it's, it's on the website. Uh, it was on the website, but we sure. didn't like broadcast that we were doing that. Sort of a get our toes wet with it. Okay. And uh, I think it's going to be an easy way to get everybody in because they just come in and check off their name and pick awesome. up their ticket to go. How many people do you anticipate today? Oh, I, that's really a good guess. I'm thinking we may be up this year, and I'm looking at, I hope, maybe 4,000. Oh, wow. I mean, that's optimistic. That's but incredible. you never know. Well, Maybe more than that. That's awesome. You Are you part of the committee that puts us all together? I am on the Hamfest committee. I'm the finance chair, and wow. um, 
we've had a good year of preparation and the party it's party time it is it it's is finally arrived yeah well thank you for your service and for providing such a great place for us to come and celebrate amateur radio thank you so much thanks this, kelly have a great time today all right that was kelly in charge of what well, you heard she's on the finance committee here for the uh huntsville Hamfest, and people are standing everywhere wall to wall waiting for the doors to open so stand by for a whole afternoon, whole morning and afternoon of interviews here in the Cafe on Ice. All right, cafeers, the, the doors are open. They even have police here to protect us all from uh, spending too much money. No, spend all the money you can spend. Load up, pay it to the car, come back and spend more. There you go. Thank you. Yep, the doors are open and the uh, masses are streaming through the doors here at the Von Braun Center for the Huntsville Hamfest 2019. We just got through the doors here. We're being greeted by Fred Kepner, KF3FRK, one of the greeters. How many people are you expecting this morning? You know what, I'm a volunteer, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, but I would imagine several thousand. Wow, how many volunteers are here serving, helping us out? I don't know, I'm the little guy, low guy on the totem pole. Okay. I don't know, sorry. Well, thank you for your friendly face. You're welcome. You're uh, greeting our friends in the Digicom Cafe worldwide. So. Oh, cool, thank you. Nice nice to make your queens. Thanks, Fred. Well, good morning, everybody. We are standing here at the W5KUB booth, standing next to Don Wilbanks, a name you all recognize. And uh, we're so thrilled to meet him face-to-face, -face, finally, after a couple of years of uh, contact with uh, the Breakfast Club and the cafe. So, Don, good morning. Good morning. It's good to uh, finally meet you. Is this your first Huntsville Ham Fest? It is, my first one. Oh, man, I've been coming every year since 95, with the exception of one year, and uh, this is my favorite Ham Fest. I mean, Dayton's fun, they're all fun, but this one, to me, is special. Huntsville is beautiful. I had no idea. It's great. It's a great city, and this venue, you can't beat this venue. Oh, just walking in here, the grounds were just yeah. beautiful. Just gorgeous. Just loved it. Yeah. So we're here in the cafe. Of course, when I say cafe, it's yeah. ham radio. It's, yeah. the, it's the paradigm. It's the metaphor. So, Don, what are you hungry for today? <sighs> wow. Um, I guess I'm, I'm, I'm most hungry to see 2 o'clock come around <laughs> so that I can get up on stage and present this Young Ham of the Year Award. I'm also, uh, as an appetizer, at 11 o'clock is Carol Perry's Youth Forum. And we're going to have uh, three exceptional youths in there. Utes, yeah, yeah, Utes. We're gonna have three <laughs> exceptional young people in there, and I'm gonna duck my head in there for a few minutes. But the, for me, the the main course is the Young Ham of the Year presentation at two o'clock on the main stage here at the Hamfest. And of course, if you're not here and if you're listening via the cafe, you're probably not. You can stream that live and watch it as it happens on w5kub.com. So yep, that's we, we we thank Tom and Kathy for putting that together for us cool. every year. Well, I'm so disappointed. My young grandson, 12-year-old Lucas who has a general class license, couldn't come with us today. Well, he's sick. But his young brother came with. Well, my son Tyler, who has this tech, uh, N7TMW, he is, uh, he's at his half-brother's wedding today, so he couldn't come either, so. Cool. Well, you've had a real passion for bringing youth into ham radio, haven't you? I, I have, and it was instilled in me um, through Bill Pasternak, the, the late yeah. founder and leader of, of Amateur Radio Newsline, and the Young Ham of the Year Award was, was his baby. He since I, I want to say 80, 86, I think, may have been the first one, something like mm. that. Uh, so it goes back a long time. And, you know, I mean, right after I got my ticket, actually before, when I was studying for my license, I discovered Amateur Radio Newsline. Mm -hmm. And then through a young hem of the year from New Orleans, he introduced me to Bill. 
and within just like months of getting my ticket and Bill's like let me make you an offer you can't refuse and uh, that was 1995 and here we are now almost 25 years later and he's gone and and we're following in his footsteps so it's uh, yeah it, it's a calling it really is you got started fairly young too didn't you I started studying uh, for my ham ticket actually in 1975 as a 15-year-old. I had I had gotten into into CB radio probably at the age of 12 or 13, and even younger than that, my first uh, introduction to two-way radio was a pair of Channel 14 walkie-talkies, 100 milliwatt walkie-talkies. Yeah. And I'm listening to these people around there, and and they all have nicknames, and they're 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 you know. Wait, that's called a handle. Well, I need a handle. What's my handle going to be? And I had no idea what my handle was going to be. And, and, and the, on the, the faceplate of this little Channel 14 walkie-talkie, it said Comet. I said, well, hell, I'll be Comet. <laughs> and so, yeah, that, that's how it started. And then, um, you know, uh, later on uh, through my mother, because I was too young, she got the KTX 3584 CB radio call sign which was cool as that could be and then uh, you know when I was 15 started studying for uh, for my license and I like to say I was overcome by fumes you know, perfume and exhaust fumes and 20 years later you know finally got my ticket and uh, haven't my feet haven't hit the ground since well it's kind of hard to reach young people nowadays for this with technology advanced as it is smartphones how do you reach young people well it's it's you got to go where they are and and there the maker movement has been huge you got to go to high schools into like some of the robotics programs and we're going to have our grandson go into the youth section here today yeah, and experience them exactly that. yeah that's that's how you yeah. talk to carol perry um who is like the ham radio teacher and 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 also neil rapp wb9 vpg who is yeah. who is here this year um you know his uh, school roundup team has constantly scored in the yeah. top one, two, three every year almost. So cool. you ask those guys, they'll tell you how to reach them because they know they're doing cool. it every day, day in and day out. Yeah. Well, you'll have to introduce me to the Young Ham of the Year this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. We'll be on the interview that tell their story too. We'll be on stage at two o'clock. We're more than happy to uh, find us up there and uh, yeah, we'll hook you up. Awesome. Good to meet you face to face finally, Don. You too, brother. God bless you. Thank you. You too. Thank you. It is 10 to 10 and I'm standing here in front of a booth called TVARC with Colin. Colin, tell us who you are and uh, your uh, QTH and call sign. My name is Colin Chaplin. Um, I'm the president of the Tennessee Valley Amateur Radio Youth Club and um, my call sign is WD3USA. That's Whiskey Delta 3 Uniform Sierra Alpha. Um, I'm just sitting here trying to engage some youth here at Hamfest. That's awesome, Colin. Now, how old were you when you first got your license? I was 14 and got my license um, February 3rd of 2018. Wow, very good. Had you been uh, studying for a long time prior to that, or how did you get exposed to it? How did you know about it? How are you doing? All right, well, my dad had wanted to get um, his license for a while and bought the book back in 2014. Uh, I had nothing to read one night, so I picked up the book and just started reading it. It was about to expire, so I studied it um, enough to where I could go take the test that February. Wow, and what precipitated this uh, venture here? You seem like a fairly young, shy kid, but obviously you got some big plans. Yes, sir. Um, I had some trouble meeting other youth my age, so I started a net. Um, I didn't get many on that, so I figured nobody really knew about it. So I started the club, and now I'm sitting here hand Wow, and how many members have you got in your club? 10 to 12 so far. I'm hoping to get some today. Um, I'm actually waiting on some of them to show up. What's the average age? Um, 
eight fourteen. Wow, very good. Well, this is very exciting because uh, the cafe exists for the purpose of getting young people into the hobby too and making radio fun again. So what, what kind of ham radio do you do? Are you into HF, CW? You don't do CW, I don't suppose, do you? No, sir, but I'm studying Morse code. Um, I'm hoping to do it by the end of this year. Um, I'm mostly into VHF because that's where I run my nets on. Okay. Um, but I get, like to get on HF some too. Cool. Is this your radio right here? Yes, sir. It's an FT-991A. Very cool. Well, congratulations, Colin. I'm so proud of you. We need more young people like you to step forward. There's my Orion going off. This is another cool communication tool. <laughs> anyway, I have a grandson that's over in the youth room right now. He's only, I think, 10, and he's kind of interested, too. I think he'll be coming along with his license, too. So, so uh, do you get to share this information with your friends at school much? What do they think of ham radio? Well, I'm homeschooled, so I've been, trying to, <laughs> I've been trying to get some of the other homeschool kids involved, um, and that has worked out. Most of the my members that I've got so far are homeschooled. Um, I haven't really gotten around to doing much um, except for HamFest, you know, spreading the word about our club. Um, but yeah, that's about it. That's very cool. Well, our grandson that's over there now playing is also homeschooled. We homeschooled our children until they got into high school and let them go back when they wanted to. So, yeah, I can pull them out pretty quick. I knew you'd be homeschooled. Just had that hunch. This is awesome. This is awesome. And what a great way to, uh, as they say, socialize <laughs> with ham radio. That's awesome. Well, Colin, uh, so glad to meet you. God bless you, and good luck in your venture here. Hope you can really impact the youth. Good luck to you, too. All right, thank you. That was Colin of the Tennessee Valley Amateur Radio Youth Club. All right, it's a quarter after 10, and I'm standing here at the... Uh, table for the radio club of junior high school 22 in new york city i'm standing here with joe fairclough wb2jkj who shares a similar passion that i do and that's how to reach young people for the hobby first of all introduce yourself name rank and serial number hi i'm joe wb2jkj uh new york city school teacher working get ham radio in schools around the country is a theme for teaching using a program called educom education through communication that's awesome. Now, was this your brainstorm? Yes, sir. And back in 1980, almost 40 years ago, we got the idea that ham radio, because I was a ham since I was 12, that ham radio would be a lot more exciting than Dick and Jane and C-Spot Run. Uh, nobody really cared about Dick, Jane, or Spot, but I always cared about ham radio. So I wrote curriculum using ham radio as a theme to teach English to special needs children. And it worked. And it worked so well that we're here today, 39 years later, doing the same thing. Wow. How many kids have you helped get their amateur radio license? Many thousands. Many, thousands? Thousands. And I'm still hearing, thanks to the magic of Facebook, from the, in fact, I heard from the original child today, Edwin oh. Ortiz, who now lives, believe it or not, in Alabama, uh, wishing us good luck and thanking us for changing his life and so on and so forth. That is amazing. Well, where, how old were you and how did you get your license? I was tw I was 12 and I was in the 8th grade at Junior High School, uh, Russell Sage Junior High School in Forest Hills, Queens in New York City. And it was when CB was becoming a real big deal. And I got my CB license along with four or five of my friends and we had an electric shop teacher named Norman Weingrow, Mr. Weingrow. And something you never do today, but he looked us all in the eye and he says, you're all a bunch of morons. That's not ham radio. That, that's not real radio. 
that junk that you're on isn't real radio. You want to be on real radio called ham radio. And we looked at each other. We said, we sure do. And we're in. And thanks to my eighth grade teacher, he got us a lot. Well, he taught us enough to go take the test. We had to take the test at the FCC down on Varick Street in Manhattan. I'll never forget it. It was bone chilly. And uh, we went in there, sent and received Morse code, took the written test, passed it, and we've been hams ever since. Wow. I wonder how many kids you've saved from a life of crime and all kinds of stuff by getting them into ham radio. Many, as I said, the original one I heard from today, but I'm hearing from, you can't believe how many others have found us, again, thanks to the magic of Facebook, and thank us for actually changing their lives. Many went to the military, many went to, into electronics, all thanks to the Educom program. Wow, that is amazing. How can people find out about what you're doing online? You call you well. You go to our website, uh, wb2jkj.org, or you call us up, or you 516-674-4072, 516-674-4072 anytime, and we have a 40-meter classroom net. Uh, every morning, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. New York time, right up until 8.30, Monday through ham, uh, Monday through Friday, Ham Radio's longest-running educational network. Wow. You know, the main question I've been asking all day to people here, based on the cafe paradigm or metaphor, is what are you hungry for today? We are hungry to reach teachers. We want to reach teachers and explain to them how they can get ham radio in their classroom as a theme for teaching. Doesn't matter about the subject matter. We'll work with them to get ham radio in and get kids interested and excited in coming to school. That's awesome. Joe, it's a pleasure meeting you. Pleasure meeting God you. God bless sir. you and all your efforts, and uh, I, I look forward to hearing more from you. That's great. We'll get to touch, in touch with each other, maybe on Facebook or something. I love so that. thanks for all your work. And is this your wife over here? Yes, it certainly is. And your name is? Juanita. Hi, Juanita. So you've been supporting him and all this over these years? 47. 47 years. Well, you got a that's blessed married. life there, don't 47 you? 47 married. Oh, that's <laughs> wonderful. That's wonderful. Well, good to talk to you guys. Okay. Thanks Appreciate again. you. Bye-bye. All right, uh, cafeers, we're standing here next to Ray Novak at the Huntsville Ham Fest. And boy, he's got quite a booth set up here. And uh, we've already talked about the cafe. He knows what we're about over here. So, Ray, what are you hungry for today? Well, it depends. Are we, are, well, it depends on where we are in the world, whether it's dinner, breakfast, brunch, lunch. It could be anything, but I'm an omnivore, so <laughs> I, a little bit of everything. Yeah. I'm looking for other like-minded people that have passion for ham radio. I mean, that's, that's the key thing for me. I, I don't really care what you use as long as you're using something. Right. You were standing here when a guy walked by and he says it's the perfect radio. My opinion is the perfect radio, other than being an icon, is the one that you use. Right. Sounds like a, a thing I've heard for photography. The best camera is the one you have with you. Yes, kind definitely. Like that for radio, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, you're, you kind of grew up in these parts, didn't you? Uh. Yeah, I did. Um, over in the state of Mississippi, northern Mississippi, yeah. went to school there. Got a lot of high school friends, college. But I grew up on a farm, and far the farming life, while there was a green acre, said the farming life was for him, um, it wasn't for me. Yeah. So I did everything that I could to get away from there. I've lived in Chicago for a few years, Florida, Washington for about 23 years. Now I'm down in the good old state of Texas. Yeah, there you go. I got some Texas friends standing right behind you, <laughs> Kevin and his wife Sharon there. Now, you guys are from what part? Uh, Belton, Texas. Belton, Texas. Yeah. Come Great. on a little closer. Yeah. We're, we're, do, we're doing an interview here for the DigiCom Cafe. Cafe. Okay. Di or DigiCom Cafe. Well, hey, thank you for all that you guys do. 
this is, and this is nothing but my digital playground is all but we're trying to bring young people into the hobby and make radio fun again so we're just interviewing people and by the way how long have you been in here Let's see, Martin, you put pressure on me back in 1989 to get my ham license. I'm like, why are these Martin guys Jew. going to this show called Dayton? He's MFJ, right? Yes, sir. Oh, okay, okay. Yep. So, right, I got into electronics because of all the loud car stereo stuff. Oh, yeah. That was interesting. I ran sound equipment for the the college that I went sure. to, and being in Mississippi. If you're in music, you want to go work for Hartley Peavy, who is also oh, sure, a ham. Sure. And Peavy wasn't hiring, but MFJ was. Okay. Oh, very cool. So, so, how old were you when you got your license? Oh, man, I was early 20s. Wow. So, you've been a ham a while. A little bit. How did you get uh, connected with this ICOM job? You've got a sweet job here. Well, I, I worked for MFJ for six years, started as a tech, got into being their international sales manager, did Friedrichshafen. Uh, Pescara, Italy, traveling all over the world wow. for them. And a lot of my industry friends were like, you need to go work for a real ham company. <laughs> I look back now, been with ICOM for 25 years, and really did not take MFJ as serious as I should have back then because how many hams can say that there's zero MFJ in their shack? Uh, I can't. I mean, he's touched a little bit of everybody's life yeah. with the equipment that he's developed. Yeah. We would not have the SWR bridges that we have, the antenna analyzers, yeah. if it wasn't for Martin Jew right. and his development team. Yeah. So he's done a lot of fun things. Yeah. Yeah. And my background with them was really the, the TNCs, the oh, 1270 yeah. series, 1278. So very good. Well, I'm an ICOM fan. I've got ICOM in my shack too. So well, thank you. We love the ICOM radios and D Star. So from what you've been saying, you've got multiple. So you're we a do. you're a repeat offender. I appreciate that. <laughs> a repeater offender? <laughs> yes, sir. Repeat offender. Well, we sure have fun with it. The technology is just exploding, changing every day. I was and talking to a guy yesterday. We, we've got coming up, and at the end of September, we'll have the D Star QSO party. Yeah. And when I get into those pile-ups, there are people that slow down because I got to play with it in 2001. Yeah. So my exchange says I've been playing with D-Star now for 18 years. Wow. That's like one of the early digital modes, wasn't it? That was, that was the first digital was mode. Was that before Echolink? No, that wasn't before Echolink. Okay. But this was the first digital protocol developed for amateur radio right i mean people were using p25 but there again that's developed for public safety right and now there's so many different iterations of the dvsi chipset to do different things yeah well no icom's really moving down the sdr uh uh, Avenue with all their new radios coming out. Oh, SDR yeah. is changing everything too now, isn't it? It is. The technology is, is is fabulous, and when you're an industry leader, we weren't the very first one, but to take it where we are today has changed an industry where people are now imitating what we're doing. They're making their units look like our units. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to duplicate the size, the platform, the look, and as long as we keep doing the things that we've got coming, then we're going to be there for quite some time. Well, quite frankly, I'm hoping to win the drawing today for that 7610. That would be sweet. That is a beautiful radio. <laughs> or the 7300 would be fine, too. Oh, yeah? 
Well, you got a lot of folks here wanting to talk to you. Thanks for the time there, Ray. All right. Thank you, Danny. God bless you. Have a good day. All right. You too, sir. Bye-bye. I'm sitting here in the robotics section of the Youth Lounge at the Huntsville Ham Fest. Got a couple of talented programmers, robot builders here. Want to introduce them to you because uh, we're all about youth in the cafe here. And it doesn't have to be ham radio either. But you are ham, I understand, right? Okay, what is your name, call sign, and where do you live? Uh, I'm John Bateman. My call sign is KJ4AYA. I live in Huntsville, Alabama. All righty. Well, uh, what are you hungry for today? Uh, we're here to spread the word about FIRST Robotics. We're here to demonstrate our robot and show all the accomplishments that we've done throughout the season. Cool. And who's your friend here, your partner? Um, I'm Ian Holbrook, and I live in Decatur, Alabama. Um, and... I'm a high school student. I'm a senior in high school. Um, so how did you guys get into robotics? What percentage um, So I've, I've always been interested in um, STEM. I didn't know what... Uh, STEM, what is STEM? Uh, science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, it's an acronym for all of the uh, um, high, uh, high demand fields that have been um, needed more and more as the... Um, industry grows, and I've ne I didn't really want to know which field I wanted to go into. I was interested in uh, physics, and I was interested in um, engineering. Um, and I had done some other robotic programs throughout my life, um, but then I, I found FIRST through a, a Facebook post. Um, and this is my fourth year with the team, and it's really allowed me to explore my interests, and I've uh, decided that I want to go into mechanical engineering. I enjoy the whole discipline, but it's what I really love doing, and it's allowed me to cultivate that. And so, as John said, we're really trying to give more people that opportunity to discover what they want to do and if STEM is right for them. Wonderful. Well, tell us more about the uh, club you're a part of. Uh, well, the, the club we've run is basically a division of the FIRST Robotics competition. So it's called the FIRST Tech Challenge, and it's from 7th grade to 12th grade, so it's middle school and high school. And the point of it is to have basically a friendly competition between teams and high schools. And because we're a community team, we can pull in talent from basically everywhere, from whether it be regular high school, uh, private school, or even homeschool. So our purpose is to create com like competitive robots that compete every year and basically win competitions. Wonderful. And now this, I understand, is your last year of school. So where do you plan on going after high school? I'm actually in college right now. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a junior at UAB studying biomedical engineering. How old are you? I'm 20. Oh, you are. I thought you, this other gal here well, was introducing a, you as out of school. Yeah, you're I, out of this club. Yes. Know. I'm a student mentor with the team. Okay. I've been through. I've been with this team for the past seven years. So I'm, I'm helping them learn, and in the process, I'm learning from them. So, Okay, so is your college uh, choice along the lines of robotics? Yes. And uh, so because of this program, I wanted to do some kind of engineering, but then I also had interest in uh, physical science and biology, so I decided that biomedical engineering would be the right field. So it's, it's very similar to what we've been doing, but now I get to do stuff that helps medical fields. Wonderful. How long have you been a licensed amateur radio operator? Uh, for the past 13 years, I think, since, Re I, was, since I was eight years old. Really? Yes. As a tech, general? Technician, at least, yes. Okay. 
What are you now? I'm still a technician. Okay. All right. Are you thinking of getting your license too? Um, I've been curious about it, and if if I find time, I I will give it a shot. Um, but right now, I'm trying to focus on school, and uh, just finish up high school and do well in my last season. So. Very good. Well, I've been watching you run this uh, very impressive robot. Amazing what you can do with this stuff. I, I've seen some of this competition in the past too, but I've never seen a robot quite like that. Very very impressive. Well, nice to meet you guys. And I uh, wish you the best success in your careers. Thank you. I'm sure that we're all going to be better off with your knowledge and all your efforts and what you're going to do in your career. So God bless you guys. Good to meet you. Thanks. It's uh, 10 minutes after 12, and I'm, uh, watching, <laughs> I'm watching Tom eat his dinner. This poor guy has been working so hard today, he and his wife both, uh, working away, and now they're taking a break finally to eat. So now I'm going to come and interrupt him while he's chewing with his mouth full. But... Uh, Anyway, we appreciate you, Tom, and all that you're doing here. I'm sure the, uh, the group here has been watching with great anticipation of whether or not they're going to win a prize or not. I know I haven't won anything, but <laughs> my one question for you today, sir, in the cafe paradigm, what are you hungry for today? Well, Denny, today we're having honey-baked ham sandwiches <laughs> with the special honey-baked uh, honey mustard on them, boy. <laughs> And we're having uh, chocolate chip cookies. I've got me a Diet Coke, you know, to cancel out all the other calories, man. So, hey, so you know, I have so many people coming up. I, I see, I see. Doc just came up. Doc, come on a few minutes. I'll talk. To, I want to talk to you, man. So, hey, great, great time here. We're taking just a quick break to have lunch. Uh, we had a little problems this morning. You know. I don't, why am I starting to hate windows? I don't know why, man, but windows was, I'll just use a, uh, a good word, it was crapping out on us this morning and causing problems, and we finally recovered. Uh, and it's a lot of pressure to keep this show on live uh, when you got people out there watching, you know? Yeah. You know, so. Any idea how many watchers or listeners you got out there? Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of low right now probably about 150 are out here right now you know watching so you giving away a lot of good prizes we're giving away some great prizes everything from radio uh, sport headsets to higher headsets uh mfj uh antenna analyzers hf uh hf antennas uh well swr watt meters dummy loads we're giving away all kinds of stuff man I guess I'd have so, to sit in front of the screen and watch uh, and get online with my phone in order to win anything, but I'm too busy interviewing people. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, the problem here is everybody wants to come talk to us. Yeah. Everybody wants to come up and talk to us, and of course, we're, we're very interrupt-driven. There's no way to have a schedule of when we're going to do anything. Kathy, my wife, uh, does uh, the prizes. She runs Hambot, so she can keep the momentum going with uh, giving prizes away about every 15 minutes. Uh, but uh, we're interrupt driven, so if anybody wants to talk to us, they just have to come by and try to grab us by the arm, and you know, and, and if they're successful, we'll talk with them, you know. And I succeeded. I saw I'm yeah. sitting down with a plate of food, and I thought, aha, now's my opportunity. <laughs> that's right. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. But this is a great uh, ham fest. It's the friendliest ham fest in the world. It's their motto. It's all air conditioned, as you can see. Great. It's clean, nice, beautiful. Plenty of room to expand. They'll have about five or six thousand people in here uh, today. Wow. Well, I, I was very impressed coming in, looking at the grounds. This is a beautiful city, and uh, 
beautiful park. We were walking with our grandson down the walkway, looking at all the fish in the pond, and oh man, it is gorgeous here. You know, I tried to interview Kathy earlier, but she says she's uh, of no significance, not yeah, imp not important. Other. She's my significant other, so you can. Well, she's my wife. I've already told him that. <laughs> she didn't like me saying significant other. Well, she said she's your insignificant other, oh, I think. Something you? like that. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> she won't talk. Just like my wife. I put the radio in front of her face and she just clams up. Yep. You're no Let different. You're two peas in a pot. You, you didn't get in a hotel here, did you? Not here. Oh, no. man. We, we had it so nice. We, we just walked right down the walkway in here. You don't have to go outside. So next year, if you come, Book well, early. I have to do a little uh, plug for the Clarion Hotel that we're at. Oh, is that beautiful? We uh, spent a couple hours in the pool last night meeting hams, <laughs> talking in the pool. That was quite fascinating. I, I probably shouldn't mention their names without their permission, but anyway, this has been a fun day. We met a lot of great uh, young people in the hobby, uh, a lot of efforts to help young people. You probably know Joe. Have you ever had Joe on your show from New York City Club? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, you've got to talk to Joe. I'll tell you, he's been doing this for 39 years. He's uh, introduced thousands of kids in New York City to the hobby. Uh, just a fantastic program for using ham radio for education, of all things. Well, that's uh, that's great, and it is very educational. You know, it's uh, you can't beat it, man. I mean, yeah. ham radio, ham radio is kind of what helped me through my career. You know, I've been a ham for 55 years now, and in electronics at age 16, and it's kind of helped, you know, yeah. fuel the fire to bigger and better things. Yeah. Well, Tom, I'm going to let you eat your meal. Thank you for uh, taking a few moments for us. And we'll hope that uh, your technology runs well all afternoon. I'm standing here with George from Amateur Logic TV. He's uh, got his chicken and uh, looks like French fries and his Coke. And uh, we're just going around here interviewing folks, and these guys need a break from time to time. He just missed us going through the line where he's ordering his food. So anyway, you were saying, uh, what, what are you hungry for? What are you here for today? Well, right now I'm hungry for this chicken and french fries that I got, but uh, I don't have a shopping list this year. I just came over. Uh, it's been eight years, so, you know, it's kind of a habit now. And I'm just looking around and seeing what I can find. I bought a few little parts uh, and Arduino project pieces. And I, uh, I don't know. I, I could buy something bigger yet. I just... I don't have a plan. I've got to shoot some video though for Amateur Logic and Ham Nation here soon. So okay. now you were saying that you were wishing you could do something like I'm doing here, just going around. I was thinking, people? yeah, I might, might just set up a camera and just interview people and try to get a quick one or two minute comment from uh, from just general visitors here at the Ham Fest. Very cool. Now, how long have you been a ham? Ninety-one. Okay, so mm -hmm. quite a while. Yep. And how did you get involved in Ham Nation? Um, I actually started doing Amateur Logic 14 years ago, and that was one of the first video podcasts, period, and we were ham radio related, and when the first episode of Ham Nation came out, I, uh, I watched it, and I sent an email to Bob, I, I didn't really know him personally, I talked to him on the air before, but didn't really know him, and I just sent him an email, said, hey, I like Ham Nation, uh, you know, I, I like what you're doing, and uh, good luck. And he went and looked up Amateur Logic after, you know, because I, I have that on my logo and my emails. 
And he contacted me back in a couple of weeks and said, well, you need to come be with us. So that's that's how I got started. Very good. Smoking wires and stuff. Smoking solder. Smoking yep. solder, yep, yep. yep. This is my wife. She's over in the youth lounge working okay. with the kids, so helping them out. Well, how do you know my friend Danny, KB5ZEA? Well, uh, Danny and I, I lived in the uh, the town that Danny lives in. Okay. Uh, back in... Well, I actually worked at a radio station there starting in 72 and, while I was in high school, and I ended up living there until 1980. Okay. And, uh, I, you know, he got his ticket, and we just kind of found each other again and just, just been friends. He's here today, you know. Yeah, and I haven't seen him yet. I've seen the two guys that rode over with him, but I haven't seen Dan okay. yet. Okay. Well, we've been talking uh, quite a while now on our system, on the Digicom Cafe system. Yeah. And we got finally meet here, face-to-face -face here just an hour ago. Oh. And he said, yeah, George is around here. I've yeah. heard he's around here, so he's looking for yeah. you, too. Anyway, thank you for what you had to Amateur Radio. Enjoy your lunch. Okay. And I see why everybody loves Huntsville. This is a beautiful, oh, yeah. beautiful facility. Yeah, it's great ham fest every year. Yeah, so. awesome. Come back next year. All right. Thanks, George. Uh it is 1.43 here at the Huntsville uh, Ham Fest. And I'm having a ball just roaming around here, meeting some great hams and uh, looking at some very interesting products. And as you know, with my new Cafe Cast, I've been uh, kind of playing around with getting better quality sound and looking at some pretty impressive headsets here. So I'm standing here with Dave, WI6R of the uh, Radio Sport headsets. And so I want to have Dave tell you a little bit about himself and answer my question. What are you hungry for today? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so okay, so I, I got interested in ham radio uh, back in, uh, let's see, it'd be 1957 when Sputnik flew overhead. And my dad, who was also a ham, uh, said, well, let's go see if we can hear the beacon signal from Sputnik. And I go, what's a beacon? So uh, we went in the house and he turned on his radio and tuned down below the bottom end of 15 meters. And here, sure enough, is the beacon signal from Sputnik. And uh, w once I heard radio signals from space, I had to know everything I could learn about radio. And that's how, that was, that was really the, the turning point for me and what got me into radio. Uh, about uh, 10 years ago, after retiring, I got interested in getting back on the air. And uh, I was kind of disappointed with uh, consumer electronics stuff that was being sold for communications. And, and I wanted a good headset. And uh, so I went to my friend who built our racing headsets for our uh, Porsche GT3 Cup car. And I said, look, I want to make some headsets for my uh, ham radio. Of course, they're different than what we're doing on commercial and military and aviation and all that kind of stuff, radios. But he was kind enough to let me pick through his parts. And so I, I built a listen-only headset and a boom mic headset, which I uh, then used on my station. Well, as I was getting back on the air, I kept meeting all the local hams, and I kept having to build more headsets. And uh, I think I built 16 headsets, and my closest neighbor, John W6SL, uh, uh, said, look, why don't, why don't you build these? Where else can you get a good commercial-quality headset? So I thought, well, yeah, maybe I can. So I went and talked to my buddy Jason and said, you know, can you do this? And he said, well, look, he says, I can only build like maybe 25 at a time. Anything smaller than that, I can't do. So he built me 25 listen-only headsets and 25 of the boom mic headsets. And I took them to a little ARRL convention. And lo and behold, I sold 13 headsets that day. And I thought, wow, I should have brought all of the ones I had him build. But it told me that, yes, people really wanted a good quality headset. So here we are 10 years later.
Wow. We have about 6,700 headsets in 130 countries, wow. and uh, we have the highest ranking on eHAM for reviews. Uh, really? So That's our, impressive. Our, our users are our salespeople, yes. and uh, we just keep busy. My wife and I do this outside of all the commercial stuff. We use the automated manufacturing and the cable molding. And uh, and then we do all the documentation, packaging, and and new designs for new ham gear. But that's the that's, that's how it all all came about. And uh, so yeah, after uh, after a 43 year uh, uh, time in electronics, here I am uh, 10 years uh, wow. after building uh, stuff for ham radio. And you do a lot of traveling, going to Hamfest, I presume. Oh boy, I'll tell you. Yeah, <laughs> what, I I think one year I did 16, and I I won't do that again. Oh, but. My. <laughs> But yeah, we do a lot of them, and it's fun. It's we fun, but it's it. tiring. It's exhausting. Oh, it is. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of used to doing that from being in the electronics and computer industry. But, um, but this at least is fun because I enjoy really enjoy doing what we do. It looks like it. You seem like you're having fun. Yeah, I am. That's I mean, awesome. I'm 71 years old, but I'm having a blast. Wow, I found somebody older than me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 67, so, and I'm having fun in my retirement years doing this. Great. This is the first time I've been to a Hamfest where I'm. Uh, interviewing people and getting, oh. and getting their stories. So thanks for Terrific. sharing yours. You bet. God bless and good luck selling your uh, equipment. Sounds very impressive. Thank you. Thank you. All right, cafeers, it is 239 in the Digicom Cafe again. And uh, we've uh, got another visitor here that's uh, somebody you may have heard if you listen to Amateur Radio Newsline. And so I'm going to let him introduce himself to you and tell him a little bit about his past and how he got in the hobby. Well, hello, Cafe listeners. Hi, I'm Skeeter Nash, November 5 Alpha Sierra Hotel, N5ASH, and uh, I'm part of the uh, random rotating roundtable of, of Newsline people. Amateur Radio Newsline uh, started over 40 years ago. Bill Pasternak and a very small, hearty crew of two uh, started it so many years back, and it's grown, and thanks to the support of the amateur radio community, it has continued. And uh, we we kind of picked up the the uh, baton after uh, Bill's passing a four years ago, and we have just continued with it. And hopefully, pe people are listening every week. And I can tell by the sound of those melodious tones of your voice, you come from a broadcasting background, unlike me. <laughs> That's true. I spent 37 years in broadcast radio on the air as a, as a radio personality, and that's one of the things that Bill always looked out for when he was trying to find folks to do reports, audio reports for uh, the newsline was if they were hams and had a broadcasting background, that made it just sound that much more polished and professional. That's really what we strive for is to to make it a sound like these are people who know what they're doing, doing the newscast. And, and so far, I mean, we've got correspondents all around the world. And uh, Karen E. Murray, who is our, our executive editor in New York, she puts it all together as far as the uh, script is concerned and then we all contribute our parts from time to time and uh, I love it. I love being a part of Amateur Radio Newsline. Very cool. Well, I had the honor of being interviewed by Paul Brown. I uh, did a feature story on the Digicom Cafe about six months ago, so uh, we're not strangers to what yes. you guys are doing. Now, how long have you been a ham, and how did you get into it? Uh, I've been a ham since the uh, the end of November of 2010, so coming up on 10 years, well, nine years, but uh, I'll be, I'm thinking, gee, I need to renew my license next year. Uh, but I, actually, I, start, I wanted to be a ham when I was about 12, 13 years old, and I kind of started to look into it and study, but I was... I didn't have anybody to kind of help me to, to help me with Morse code because it was still required back then in 1972 or three. Right, that's when I got my license. Almost. Yeah, yeah. 67. So 
I, I didn't think anything more about it for a long, long time. Life kind of carries on and you're busy. But then uh, my interest got peaked again and I found uh, some lo uh, local people. I was living in Jonesboro, Arkansas at the time and I uh, met up with a couple of people I'd, I'd been acquainted with, found out that they were hams and they were involved in the amateur radio club there, the Northeast Arkansas Radio Club. And I, I, got, I got tested, I got my technician ticket the end of November 2010. Two months later at the uh, Walnut Ridge Ham Fest, I uh, upgraded to general. And I think before I even got my general, I was voted president of the club. So <laughs> it's like, wait, wait a minute, the, my, my license, the ink is barely dry on it, and they're voting me president of this radio club. I don't know what I'm doing. But we, they're great friends, and we still go back there every year for their field day. My wife and I, uh, she has her technician ticket, uh, Sweetie Nash, I call her, uh, KF5KRN. She also does some reports occasionally uh, uh, for Newsline. And we go back and we visit with our, our wonderful friends that we made in the ham club there every year, and it's a blast. Sounds like you live in the fast lane. Well, I am I, actually funny. You should mention that. I'm uh, after I got out of radio, I became a, an over-the-road truck driver. So uh, I'm on the road most of the time these days, but uh, I still try to keep my my uh, you know antennas up, so to speak. Yeah. Now, where is home now for you? Uh, actually, we're transitioning. We are moving this next weekend from Topeka, Kansas, okay. to Fairview, Tennessee, near Nashville. Okay. Which is kind of a three uh, going home for me and my wife. We lived there in the early 2000s. We got married in Nashville in okay. 2001 so so do you know um, Ted and Holly I do not know Ted personally I've not met him yet but I'm hoping to get a tour of the radio station and I'm hoping maybe he might let me be a guest boss jock <laughs> on WTWW you sound like you would fit in very well I'd love it that'd uh, be so were, much fun they were supposed to be here today I was really looking forward to meeting him but uh, they had some issues at the station and we won't be here till tomorrow so when you're running a 150,000 watt monster like that yeah. you gotta you gotta keep you notice on, on the, the back of the card, yes. we're helping to promote. It's their station that is in our cafe on Ice Stream right now yes. as people are listening in. in the I background. love listening to WTW. Me I too. listen on the on the road quite often. It's awesome. I listen to the I stream. It. I love it. So the big question of the day I keep yes. asking everybody is, what are you hungry for today in the cafe? I am hungry for fellowship because there's people that I know from Newsline, for instance, Neil Rapp. He and I had never met face to face, but of course we, we correspond on Facebook, we correspond through Newsline, and uh, but I never met him face to face. Well, I got a chance to meet him and his lovely fiance here yeah, today. I yeah. uh, got to hook back up with Don Wilbanks, uh, saw, saw George Thomas and Bob Heil. Uh, Bob had me as a guest in his uh, shack in in Missouri uh, in 2018, so about a year and a half ago. I wonder if my friend James is with you. WX5T, does that ring a bell? No, we uh, it was just me and Bob there, oh, okay. and and okay. I got to just kind of sit in for the sure. Ham Nation webcast, okay. which was fun. I mean, I, it's, I I really try to catch that every week when yeah. I can, yeah. and uh, it's been a great vehicle, I think, for helping it to is. promote amateur radio. It really is. Yeah, we already got done on the inter cafe cast interview yeah, earlier yeah. today too, so. Well, that's fun. So good to meet well, you. Yes, I've, my I've heard pleasure. your name on, as a tag on some of those stories, and hearing that voice, you know you're well, in thank radio. You. So I appreciate good it. Good to meet you. God bless you. Seven three. Seventy three. All right, uh, it's two forty seven, and boy, we're bringing in the stories now. <laughs> I'm standing here by our friend Neil Rapp of Ham Talk Live, and uh, I met his lovely fiance. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. So thank you, thank anyway, you. with the question I'm asking everybody here today is, what are you hungry for? 
you know what I mean. It's cafe lingo. Oh yeah. Well, uh, let's see. We're gonna we're gonna have talk about some youth we've got a lot of youth here today there's there's a ton of them we just had the young ham of the year award uh we had the alabama young ham uh marissa uh, a little earlier today and if you look around the, the average age of the crowd is, is starting to go down so that's a good sign you're in competition now i know you got your license when you're five have you ever met the one that beat you out uh, no, I never did meet him. I talked to him, and uh, he didn't—he didn't stick it out with ham radio. So I, I yeah, yeah. So I, I haven't—I uh, haven't ever met him. Wow. Well, I know you work uh, in the school system with hams, trying to get kids interested in ham radio. What what new project are you working on? Are you allowed to talk about it just yet? Well, I'm not allowed to talk about a whole lot of it yet, but uh, there is a committee of us that are working on. Um, getting Yoda uh, camp and we've already got Yoda uh, here in region 2 we've already got a website and social media uh, that's kind of an umbrella organization uh, uh, to promote all the other organizations so we're not reinventing anything uh, we're just trying to spread the word about all the youth activities that are out there that a lot of different people are doing and kind of promote them all at the same time uh, but we are in the process of developing a camp uh, for next summer. And so hopefully in the next couple of months, we'll be able to talk about that a lot more. Um, but uh, we're still working on some of the details. So we've been, I've been working on it for about six months now. And um, we were kind of actually hoping maybe today we'd make the announcement, but uh, we still have some things to work out. So we're, we're not gonna go with it until it's ready. We want to make sure we do it right, and uh, so we've probably got another month or two, but uh, hopefully soon you'll be hearing an announcement, um, and, and hopefully we'll be able to get uh, Yoda Camp underway over here in the U.S. That's awesome. Well, I love your emphasis on youth. I'm focusing on youth, too, and I'll tell you, this Huntsville Ham Fest has got to be one of the best that really helps youth. My wife is uh, now helping in the youth uh, lounge down there, Man, helping kids solder, make keyers, learn how to program for robotics, 3D printing. That's amazing. Have you ever seen a ham fest like this before? Uh, well, here. I mean, uh, others, others have tried it, but uh, Huntsville has got it perfected. They uh, have had this youth lounge running for many, many years, and they keep coming up with more and more projects and, and keep having to expand uh, the area. And it's just a great place, and it, it's very... Um, refreshing to walk around and see a lot of youth here and a lot of youth come here because they know that that youth lounge is there and so there's going to be some things for them to do as well as go around and look at stuff and buy and sell and and go to some of the the forums and, and some of the forums are, are based around youth so it's very encouraging to see all of this going on and uh, the youth lounge is second to none here it's amazing well, we're already doing some more strategic partnering. I consider uh, the cafe to be a strategic partner with you. We feature you in our tweet nest on our website, and uh, we feature links to the, the webcast you do and stuff too. So now we're trying to partner with some youth. So I got a young fellow over there in the back corner, 
His name is Colin, 15 years old. He is now leading his own little uh, club. It's the Tennessee Valley Amateur Radio Youth Club. He just introduced me to a couple of his friends. And we're going to allow them to come in and use our system for some of their, their nets and expand out beyond Tennessee. We've just got some great youth leaders out here and uh, want to see them take the reins and run with it because, man, we're going to be six feet under before too long. <laughs> we need some good youth leadership, and I know you're doing your best to develop those leaders in your efforts too. So we appreciate you so much and uh, what you do with Ham Talk Live. All right. Well, thank you, Danny. Yeah, we try to promote you guys too. So uh, we appreciate uh, all you're doing, and uh, good luck with everything, and, and good luck on your interview the rest of your interviews uh today all right thank you neil god bless you all right it is now 254 this is denny jay in the digicom cafe and uh, we're here in the huntsville ham fest and now i'm sitting by the winner of the youth ham of the year Drew reba and uh he's uh 15 years old did i hear yep wonderful why don't you uh tell your story introduce yourself tell us where you're from how long uh, you've had your license, and uh, uh, maybe just a little bit about uh, what you're doing in the hobby. So, uh, so I'm Drew Vreba, um, KC9ZJX. Um, I'm 15 years old, and I live in Bloomington Normal, Illinois. And so I first got my license when I was nine years old. Um, I, and then I upgraded to general when I was 10. And and I do a lot of community service services with ham radio, and I also and I also do a lot with satellite communications in space. Um, I have I've initiated my own Ares contact at my school. Um, we t t I was the control operator of the contact, and we talked to astronaut Joe Acaba. Um, he was on board Expedition 53 on the IS on the International Space Station, and so uh, so I did that, I did that. And I'm now a, and I now um, help mentor other heiress contacts as well, as well. Um, and and I'm also now involved in a pro, in a AMSAT program called AIRX Amateur Radio Exploration. And now we're pretty much um, working on designing a communication system to be on the Gateway Space Station that that'll be orbiting the moon. And yeah. So, so the so the Gateway Space Station is is pretty much where astronauts would go, would go to, and then from the Gateway Station station they'd go to the moon. So kind of like how we did with the ISS, we made a communications, we designed a radio um, station on the ISS. We want to do that uh, now um, on the Gateway Space Station that'll be orbiting around the moon and take amateur radio farther than it's ever been. Wow. Well, I know ham radio is just a hobby, but I have a feeling your career is going to be centered around something to do with communications, isn't it? Yeah. What is your plans? Um, well, uh, For college and stuff? Well, I haven't I haven't really decided yet. Yeah, you're young but, yet. You're yeah. no rush. <laughs> yeah, um, but I'm looking towards like something to do with space. Wonderful. Well, the big question of the day is, what are you hungry for? <laughs> so, um, um, I'm pretty passionate about um, um, space and and like exploring new planets outside of our own. 
whoa. So your mom looks shocked. Are you saying you want to be an astronaut? Well, well, I mean, well, not really, but like, but like, like help out in the space. So more of a scientist yeah. doing the research and yeah. preparing the way. Well, good for you. Well, I'm sure your parents are extremely proud of you. Uh, I saw you up there receiving your award and you're sitting here holding the plaque right here. Yeah. Bill Prasternak, WA6ITF Memorial, Amateur Radio Newsline, Young Ham of the Year. Congratulations. We're all very proud of you. We Thank love you. seeing young people in this hobby and the more the better is what I say. So God bless you and uh, God bless your career too. We Thank need you. We need more youth like you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, it is now 3.48. It's almost time for the drawing for the ICOM 7610. Oh, I, I think I'm going to win it. <laughs> anyway, I'm standing here with uh, the head of the committee of the Huntsville Ham Fest here. And I'll tell you what, they have done a bang-up job. This is one of the finest Ham Fest I've ever been to. And especially love the youth lounge. Our grandson has had a ball all day in there, and my wife got uh, really passionate about it too. She's a teacher, you know, so she jumped in and been helping there for hours. And I'm standing here with uh, Mark Brown. He's the the head committee director. I'm the, I'm the general chairman for the Huntsville Ham Fest. Well, let me compliment you on this wonderful Ham Fest. We have uh, 19 committee chairs that wow. have worked uh, tirelessly throughout the year to bring on uh, this this great event, and we're we're just overjoyed at how well things are going today. Uh, the uh, the crowd, the youth lounge, uh, the visitors, the vendors, everyone is recording just a, a wonderful time. Yeah. And I feel like the host of a very successful party today. Oh, it was a it, big it's party. Just, it, it's going to continue. Yeah. We're, we're going to stop tonight for a while. We're going to go have our respective dinners with folks, yeah. and we'll do it again tomorrow. It's, many, it's just going to be a great time. How many years have you been involved in this committee? Um, uh, only two years. Only two? Okay. Uh, yes. Uh, our, our past chairman, Charlie Emerson, uh, known and loved by everyone, uh, passed away suddenly. And the committee asked me to uh, to step in. And I'm, I'm doing his job, but I will never fill his shoes. That's what I like to say. Charlie was, uh, he was a unique character. Uh, he was just a wonderful man, very, very generous. And we're trying to to uh, continue the uh, the tradition of the world's friendliest ham fest. In, every, in every decision we make regarding this ham fest, how does it live up to those to that to that uh, that tagline? And it's, it's more than a tagline. It's a way of thinking. It's uh, it, it's in it's in our hearts. Yeah, and it, it is. Uh, I have felt it from all of I've, your staff, and I've learned, uh, you know, from uh, I've learned so much too in the in these two short years uh, working with Dayton and Orlando. Jack Herbs with the Orlando, uh, I'm sorry, Jack Herbs, the general chairman, uh, Ron Kramer, the past chairman of Dayton. Uh, Jack is here with a contingent of eight guys, and we sat and had drinks last night. Wow. And with us was Michael Colley and John Knott uh, from Orlando Hemcation. And uh, we probably drank too much whiskey last night <laughs> and had a great time. Yep. Uh, Don Wilbanks is staying at the hotel with us. Uh, sure. Tom Medlin is at the hotel. Yep. Uh, it's just and it, to be to be connected yeah. to the Hamfest. We don't. I haven't been outside. Yes, yes I haven't been, been outside since yesterday morning. <laughs> you guys get to walk we across the walkway, don't right. you? Right. Yeah. I, I just realized that I have not been outside since I got here. Wow. And I won't go outside again probably until I leave tomorrow afternoon. Awesome. So, so where, it, where's home for you? Fayetteville, Tennessee. Just over okay. the border. I work here in Huntsville. Okay. It's only a 40-minute commute into town, 
but uh, we have a great facility here. This Von Braun, we're 80,000 square feet. It's all indoors. It's all air conditioned. Uh, 374 flea market tables indoors. Wow. And we help them move in. We move cars. Uh, before we uh, before we open the event, I'm pointing to a, a, a movable wall where cars drive in, and we unload them and move that stuff by carts to That's the uh, to the flea market and the commercial vendors. We, wow. we try to make it truly the That's world's awesome. friendliest ham fest. It was. We've enjoyed every minute of it. So what's your story? My story. Um, I was I was a novice back in uh, 1974. Whiskey November three. Whiskey November Sierra. It's a great CW call. I should have got it back. But uh, I, you know, back then the novice license was for uh, two years, and uh, I discovered cars, girls, and a job. You all sound about like the same John. Time. Okay, same it's thing. A similar story. Yeah. Well, it was about uh, 12 years ago that the uh, the TV weather guys scared the crap out of my wife with the tornado warnings and stuff. And I, I used to live in Dallas, Texas, for a while in my professional career. Uh, what does a guy at three o'clock in the morning first thing he does? He, she woke me up. Okay, I'm in the bathroom. I'm looking outside, there's lightning to beat the band, but there's no hail, no wind, nothing. Okay, this is a minimum reporting criteria. Yep. I knew enough about weather spotting then. She said, you should be a storm spotter. And fortunately or unfortunately, Gigaparts was on my commute home. And to drive by Gigaparts every day is, can be hazardous to your wallet. Well, I went and I bought a study guide. I, I, I bought the study guide, I aced the technician test, and so the guys that are testing here, they said, go ahead and test for general, it doesn't cost anything. I remembered enough about the theory, and I guessed at the rules, and I walked out of there with general class privileges. Congratulations. And so suddenly I'm in the market for an HF single sideband radio, yep. and I wasn't connected to the local club at the time, so I did my own research, I bought a Yaesu FT950, put up my own antenna, and wow. I'm sorry, I'm making contacts, I discovered contesting, DXing, joined another local club, uh, and I was punished for my enthusiasm by being elected president of the local club. I did that for a couple of years and uh, got that under my belt, then I became the president of, of the DX club, but when I was asked to join this handfest committee, I had to drop that because not, it's not really so much a conflict of interest, it's a conflict of mental energy, because doing what we're doing, it, it, it's, it's a year-long effort. To, to corral a group of, uh, of guys and focus on next year's next year's event. And that's what we're doing. Wow. Well, our compliments to all of your staff, all of your team members, all the volunteers. Thank you. Smashing success. We love it today. <laughs> I'm glad. It's the first time we've been is, in a hand fest in a long is time. Is this your first visit here? It is. We're awesome. from Northwest Arkansas, south of Branson, Missouri. Okay. So. I, uh, I came through Arkansas on my way to visit my kids in Texas. I went to Hamcon. Also okay. a nice event. Very okay. nice Very over cool. there. But uh, we, we like it here in Huntsville, and uh, we'll, we'll probably retire here. It is beautiful here. Thank you. The grounds around this place, we were walking down all those trails, and the duck or the Very nice fish stuff. in the wall. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. I had no idea. Well, anyway, it's about time for the drawing. I suppose you're standing Absolutely. in line to win. Oh, that would be conflict uh, of no, interest. No, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we did a voice vote by the committee the other night. Yeah. Uh, guys like myself wearing shirts, we did not put any any tickets in the barrel okay. because it w wouldn't be right for us. Right. I mean, right. even if it's, right. it's a random drawing, yeah. we don't. I, I could do it for the 7610, yeah. but I don't need another $1,000 radio. Yeah, mm -hmm. right, right, right. But a $3,000 radio, that's another story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you so much, Mark. Thanks for having God me. God bless you and your team, and uh, we'll, we'll do this again another year. Uh, appreciate it. All right. Looking forward to it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this radio on the Rocks Cafe cast. Visit our website at digiconcafe.com. 
to see our extensive digital buffet menu, and listen to all of the live conversations on our Café O Nice stream. Or this and many more episodes of our Café Cast. Is there somebody that you know that's trying to get their ham ticket? Trying to ham test online. It's easy. There's no drudgery to it. There's no dread to it. And right now you can get the technician exam study guide that's normally $29.95. And right now during this sale price, it's only $19.95. That's right. That's the technical study guide for the tech license for ham test online. Now, let them log into HamTest Online and let them follow the program study guide. They'll get their ticket in a matter of a few days. Right now, the price is reduced to $19.95. So get online. And if you've already got all of your tickets, then ham it forward by buying this study program for someone who's trying and wants to get into ham radio. HamTestOnline.com That's HamTestOnline.com The greatest hits ever made Played by legendary top 40 personalities Steve Taylor, Ted Randall, Grant Hudson, Big Jim Edwards And I'm Jeff Lawrence Welcoming you to the world of international broadcasting Sending out the greatest hits ever made On shortwave WTWW